0: Welcome everyone to the Siggs Community Podcast. This is our podcast for the evening of June 18th, 2023. Happy Father's Day for all the dads and dad-adjacent folks and dads of all kinds, genders and whatever we got out there. Lord knows that we have we don't have Beth here today, but Beth is way more dad than I will ever be. <laughs> she is the dad I want to be one
1: day. I I wish you didn't say that we don't have Beth today cuz that's uh, all of our audience just clicked off. I know. <laughs> right. Especially
0: I mean I mean everyone that listens at IUP definitely just clicked off. As always, I'm Jordan with me tonight. I've got Kamish and we have some guests tonight. We have our corn correspondent, Andrew. We've got hey. Kevin and we've got Joey. Joey. hey, hi. <laughs> are you how are you feeling right now? Because right now the US is up to zero on Canada. So I just want to know how that feels for you to be subjugated by the true Titans of North American soccer the US.
1: We're not playing Honduras. Oh, okay. Um, no, the this is not Team Canada. That that label only goes to Can X and T, which is they have their World Cup coming up in a little bit. This is what's what can, can
0: X what is that? Can X and T.
1: So our women's team is the XNT because we have non binary players. Oh, very cool. I did not know that. Oh, that is neat. Uh, Kevin, how are you, sir?
2: I am good. Uh, the U.S. jersey I'm wearing right now was not specifically targeted at Joey, but I did remember like 30 minutes into the game that he was going to be on this recording and felt slightly bad about it.
3: <laughs> uh, Andrew, how are you, sir? Good. Just kind of vibing, watching the end of the College World Series. And... Uh... Drinking a very tasty green drink, lovingly called a Chicago River. Shout out to
1: Vic, by the way, our uh, TCU fan in the Discord, who's
3: in Omaha right now.
1: Wow.
0: So your Chicago Ripper, that is Malort and Green Drink, right?
3: Yes. um, It is Malort and Green River Soda, which is a lime-flavored soda originally produced in Chicago. I think they've moved to Wisconsin now, but yeah. I'd never heard of that before you posted it. I've never heard of Green River. I had never heard of it until around St. Patrick's Day when Jepson's Malort posted it on their Instagram. So then I had to buy some off Amazon to make this drink.
0: The Jepson's Four Loco mashup, I think might be the most cursed thing I've ever seen. That
3: is I, terrifying. They also did a collaboration with a crouton company called Kushi that they made a Chicago handshakes flavored crouton. <laughs> Which, for those who are unaware, Chicago Handshake is Jepson's Malort and old-style beer.
2: <laughs> oh, God. I wish you could see the faces Commission I are making oh, right God. now.
0: <laughs> and, like, I like Malort, but that's, that's too
1: much. I'm trying to think of the flavor pro- profile those croutons have and what salad they would go in, and I think the answer is none. You put them in a bowl and just eat them like chips.
0: A, a, a salad of pencil shavings <laughs> and gasoline. <laughs> That's that's what we would pair well with.
1: Do they have a? Deep
2: that's the dressing. Dish
4: that's the dressing. Do they have a deep dish salad? I would some like say. to see one.
2: Oh, now I'm picturing putting malort into like a tomato sauce, like a vodka sauce. Oh but yeah, malort sauce.
3: Deglaze your pan with some malort. It's cannibals my de- it's my deglazing malort. <laughs> my de-
2: de- Only malort. always.
3: They were just talking in the cannibals channel about deglazing for loco, there and now we've gone to malort.
0: Cannibals is so in our fucking structure and walls, it will be impossible to rip that We'd have to rip it down to the studs to fix it.
1: Yeah. I just want to point out that there's a running joke in our Discord. By the way, join our Patreon. You can join the Discord. Uh, that cannibals which is the channel for cans and animals infiltrates every single discord every single channel in the discord and now it's infiltrated the
3: podcast so okay. the, these cannibals cannot be leashed up no. running loose
0: don't don't fence me in Kamesh, how are you what are you drinking tonight
3: uh drinking some coconut water because i'm still trying to
4: hydrate from what i had last week it it's been crazy apparently i got coconut water with pulp so i was not expecting that oh oh oh. No, no. No.
3: No. What As somebody faces? willingly drinking Malort, I'm saying no to pulp. Yeah, but coconut not water. to say what the fuck. Like, what are you even? So, last like,
4: houses, my friend. When he started talking about the Malort and me making the faces, it was me realizing my coconut water had pulp. Oh, uh, God, so, so I didn't realize it, and I was like, okay, I'm fine. I it, there's pulp now. I, I'm aware of it. Uh, I was not aware. Of the pulp up front, but now I, I can deal with the pulp. I'm fine. <laughs> it just, it just caught I me think off guard.
3: surprise pulp would be the bigger shocker. Yeah, yeah oh, it was... If you're expecting pulp, you can deal with it.
4: Yeah, it, it was surprise pulp. I didn't know they made coconut water with pulp, but I... apparently they they do. What it. is the
3: pulp?
1: Just coconut shape? It's
4: like it's like little tiny chunks of like coconut, which is it's pretty good. I I'll give you that, but I just wasn't expecting it. I'm like, what? What? Is something wrong with my ice? And I was like, oh no, I, there's pulp.
0: I'm drinking. I didn't want to make a fancy drink because like, I was lazy and I, I like I was doing something right until like five minutes before this. So I made Jack Daniels and Dr. Pepper Zero, which I think is the most middle-aged drink I could possibly make.
1: Middle-aged North Texas specifically.
0: Yeah. My grandpa was a huge rum and coke drinker. He drank what they call Cuba Libre, which is rum, coke and lime. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And when I was little, he taught me how many fingers of rum to pour. So when I was little, it was four fingers. So my fingers were smaller. But yeah. I still have. And as you
3: grew up, you kept pouring four fingers. As, yeah. And oh, no. Grandpa
0: was so happy. Grandpa would sit down and watch Lawrence Welk on PBS on like Saturday nights and just drink like pound rum and cokes. So I wanted to ask you guys about something. I went to brunch this morning because it's Father's Day and – I like brunch, so we did brunch, took the kid. It was wonderful.
4: There's a Father's and,
0: Day brunch? Yeah, there is, if you go to the right places. Okay. And right.
4: I thought that was a Mother's Day thing, but okay. No, I'm, and not, I want, I'm
0: not shame. I want to ask you guys about this. When you do brunch foods, are you a sweet or a savory bruncher? Because there have been plenty of times when I tend to go sweet, my wife tends to go savory, and they will always flip our dishes. They will always bring me the savory dish and hand her the sweet dish. This happens with our drinks also, because she tends to drink because
1: uh, well, manly men don't eat sweets, obviously.
0: right? But mm. so for for also for drinks though, I tend to drink things that are very gin based. For brunch, I like Corpse Survivors and whatnot, and my wife will drink bourbon and whiskey drinks like a Winchester 85, or whatever. And so once again, they flip drinks on us. And I just ask, gentlemen, this is oh my god, we have an all male podcast, which for us is rare and unique here. Right uh, on Father's then, Day. I know that's why. Oh. Uh, are you guys? <laughs> savory or sweet brunch people
1: growing up actually we always did like i've i'm an experienced bruncher because we already did we always did brunch with my family but not the bougie brunch we went to the truck stop yeah. just outside of town to brunch but i never do any sort of lunch food at at brunch i always just do breakfast food because it's a brunch buffet so it would i would always just do Bacon, sausage, eggs, hash browns.
0: Okay. So more of a savory. Okay.
3: Yeah. I am also a savory person, usually like a breakfast burrito or biscuits and gravy or something like that. Or really my, my ideal brunch food is an eggs Benedict Yeah. because I am terrible at poaching eggs at home. So I just let a professional do that. If I'm getting something sweet, it'll be bottomless mimosas. But I prefer bottomless bloody marys. I this is
0: this is my one thing. I don't do bloody marys, and I don't do no. I don't do bloody caesars because clam juice is gross and Canadian. And <laughs> we're anti we're an anti Canadian podcast. I think we've I think we've established this at this point. We're anti
1: Canadian. Not a lot on this podcast j- gives me pause, but that actually caught me off guard. There. <laughs> do <laughs> et zero? No.
4: Close. 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 Well, not, okay. Zero, zero,
1: in case okay. you want to clown me later. I, I,
0: I think he was going going more Acadian. Uh, I was trying to, oh, Okay. Duke at zero. Duke, Duke at, zero. at zero. Duke. Uh, Ke- Kevin, how are you for brunch,
1: sir?
2: Dough. Um, fun. pretty flexible. I had actually had eggs Benedict this morning uh, because I was running a summer camp all last week, and I needed real food, and I didn't have any at home. I was very tired of eating eggs that had come out of a bag, but. I, I'll do savory. I'll do sweet if it's like waffles or crepes or something like that. But I think I lean more savory.
4: I tend to avoid brunch at all costs. I was a server and I used to have to do something oh, okay. uh, every Sunday when I used to be the bartender, like waiter at a country club. And there was always this giant Sunday brunch buffet. And I had to work this shit every time. And so now I'm in normal life. I will stay the fuck away from brunch. Uh, don't get me wrong, I like mimosas. Don't get me wrong, I'll, I'll do that. Like, you, you're you gonna have to get some effort to get me out to a brunch. It, it's almost like server flashbacks where yeah. you know, you, you've worked it for many years, many weekends, waking up hungover, and then having to deal with extremely picky people on the Sunday brunch buffet. Just not ideal. I would like
0: to start with, so talking about San Diego State. San but, Diego State is- They're on
1: another level of thinking right now.
0: Like, are they, made it very clear. They said, hey, Mountain West, we're out, but we'd like to stay for another year if we could. And much like someone, much like breaking up with someone and then asking to stay in their apartment for another six months, I don't know that that's going to work for them. Like, why would Mountain West let them stick around for this?
1: It's not even like they said publicly, like, hey, we're looking to leave, which, no. you know, that's that's uncomfortable, but that's not, like, going to screw you, other than give you bad looks at the at the yearly meeting. What they did was sign a binding letter saying they were leaving, and then politely ask for an extension, which the Mountain West does not have to give. This is real Brexit. This this feels real Brexit to me. This is Dexit. We're, so do
0: we know where they're trying to go yet? Because the Pac-12 has said that it wasn't them.
1: Remember... I don't know if I'm completely off base here, but remember months ago where a San Diego newspaper did a thing where it was like, SDSU is getting looks from power conferences, and their Chiron, which we made fun of, says, we don't know if it's the Pac-12 or the SEC. And we all made fun of that.
0: <laughs> the SEC taking San Diego State, that's that's almost as good as the old Big East. People were throwing up a lot of the old like Big East graphics yeah. for this, which is amazing. Back when Boise State and San Diego State and TCU were all going to be in the Big East together. Oh, because yeah. That would, because it was an AQ conference for BCS. It was totally With The work. Big
3: 12's expansion into Mexico, could they possibly, or I guess not expansion into Mexico, but the Big 12 scheduling games to be played in Mexico? I mean, San Diego's right there across oh, the border from Tijuana. State University.
0: Hey, no, uh, Monterey Tech, man, they've got a real good program. Monterey, we'll bring Ducky on some
2: expansion, point. <laughs> you said expansion into Mexico, and Ducky started getting real excited
3: there. Of course, there. yeah.
0: Monterrey Tech has, is, a, is a powerhouse, let me tell you. Du- Over- Ducky's
3: if- spidey senses just started tingling, oh, yeah. and he doesn't know why.
0: If our listeners don't know, there is a robust college football culture in Mexico as well. They have lots of teams that play, and there's a league and everything else. So this is a real thing. And Monterrey Tech was a school that, like, they're not their college team, but like their high school prep team used to come play in Texas. Like some of our little high schools was scheduled up. I'm not sure people were saying, Oh, San Diego state to the big 12. I, I don't even know anymore.
4: This is that kind of fits with that weird conference. The commissioner, his, his wanting to expand basketball because San Diego state just made the national championship game. Yeah. And according to their, their big 12 rap, they don't take a night off. So definitely They they want to add Gonzaga, San Diego State. Uh, What's the other school they're trying? They're they're trying to talk UConn into this. Oh yeah, Uh, you
0: after UConn spent so fucking long being like, I hate these people I am with. Just let me come back
4: to you. Let me come back to you. And then like UConn's like, okay, I am good. I just won a national championship. Let's join the Big Twelve in everything, like UConn Big Twelve.
0: Yeah, sure. Uh-huh. Like
4: West Virginia versus UConn is a Big Twelve conference game. I hate
0: this time of year so much because it's just this shit.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, we don't usually have what San Diego State is doing. Like this no. is uncharted territory.
4: This seems like, hey, we've been dating for a long time, Mountain West. What about both of us being maybe a, a little bit of an open conference relationship? That's that's what it are. is.
0: That's that's when you're when <laughs> you start panicking on year seven of your non-engagement. And instead of getting engaged, you're just like, I think we should bang other people. Like yeah. that's what this is.
4: I gotta gotta spice some things up for Brady Hoke. <laughs> that's what... no, I,
2: I I object.
1: I'm
4: firmly ending this bit.
2: object. I
1: felt, I felt someone preparing an impression, and I'm stopping it. <laughs> hey there. No,
0: I was looking across the bar at you and your wife. And you both seem very hot. Like can we talk about things? Joey just pulled his headphones off. Good night
4: everybody. That's our podcast. Joey
2: just took his headphones off.
4: (laughs) Hey, he's pulling a Brady Hoke. He took his
1: headphones off. (laughs) I could hear Kamish from my headphones being out here.
0: Just Brady Hoke, Brady Hoke in the corner doing this
1: clapping unfortunately every time i go to a hotel room now i went to a hotel room with my partner the other day and i saw the chair pointing at the bed and i felt damaged yeah. like just seeing it <laughs> now that it's been pointed out to me i can't unsee you it
0: you just gotta rotate the chair like 90 degrees every time you're in a hotel room because it feels very <laughs> weird so let's talk about the jello shot board oh yeah first off andrew who's playing right now in the world
3: series uh florida just beat oral Roberts. good
0: okay that's great so
4: the wait that
0: wait that, that, oh that, no that, wait hold up that fucks up our theory
4: it
3: Not, does fuck up the theory.
4: Well, hold on. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about the theory here. We have the Jello Shot theory. In in theory, is is if your team has bought more Jello Shot, your team is gonna win. So through five games of the College World Series, every single team that has bought more Jello Shots on the Rocco's Jello Shot board has won the game. Now tonight, Florida beats Oral Roberts. Now I have un, unconfirmed reports stating that locals of Omaha. Are going in and buying shots in the name of Oral Roberts, the school is not actually buying that because it's illegal to drink at the school. I'm going to say this theory is still alive, technically because uh, Oral yeah, Roberts they have,
2: are they inflated. have the funny
1: name syndrome. They, they have, have the, the funny, funny name syndrome. syndrome. I don't think it's legit. That, that,
2: that's I, fair. I feel like that happens a lot. The the Omaha locals just prop up whatever they think is the funniest team in the tournament. No
3: one's propping it's,
0: up Stanford. Why, why can't like why can't something good happen to the boys at Stanford? Hey,
3: Stanford's Before, um, not in last, though.
2: Yeah, I will say that two SEC schools getting tripled up by Wake Forest and the eight people that have ever graduated from there is fascinating to me. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I think I underestimated, and this happened to me last podcast, the fact that they hadn't been there since, like,
2: whatever
4: 1955, year.
1: 1955, 1955.
0: Yes. 1855, when exactly they, right. 1855,
1: yes. Wake Forest. 1776.
0: <laughs> Wake, Forest spy- Wake Forest and the Cleveland
4: Spiders were... <laughs> The best teams of 1855 1776
3: but also we don't know like the last update on the shop board is from 5 p.m florida could have surged they could have. between in the six, past four hours
4: there was a, a 600 shot uh, gap, but again we're getting reports in the sickos committee replies that locals are going to drink for them and then they're telling us hey we're gonna go drink in the name of oral roberts yeah,
3: i can there's, also there's like two, guarantee that's happening there's
4: two
1: different jokes that omaha locals or non-affiliated fans could be making. one it's the higher brow joke haha oral roberts who is a school where you can't drink and their fans might not be drinking let's prop them up that'll be funny the other side is
3: haha oral roberts oh yeah yep. there's and there are definitely t-shirts for the latter
2: you you mean oral haha
3: yes there are those other other uh,
2: t-shirts i would rather be stanford and just have a shirt that says stanford college world series than a shirt that says oral aha on it
3: i
0: was sure that tennessee would do better than this tennessee is sitting at 1300 shots they're behind florida tcu wake and oral roberts like that just
4: feels
1: I i think the wake forest theory holds up here tennessee's been here too much
2: okay Wait, wait, I'm still are you, are you disappointed sure? in that performance. What's the though? last
1: time Tennessee's been in? I actually don't know. I just know Tennessee has a good baseball team, so I thought they'd been here. Well,
2: recently. Um, they... hold
0: on, I gotta look this up.
1: Now. Yeah, I, I tend to say things in. on this. I tend to say things on this podcast that get me yelled at, so that this <laughs> wouldn't be a, this wouldn't be a first. They
0: they they were in the World Series in twenty three this year, twenty one, two thousand five, and then two thousand one. So there was a gap.
1: They uh, burnt it all up in twenty one. That's 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 what you're saying? saying. That's what you're yeah. claiming.
0: Okay. Did I talked about the the gel- I talked about last time the jello shot machines, right? Apparently, they're working very well. Like they are just pumping out jello shots at a clip, and I am so happy that these things exist. This is what Theranos should have been. <laughs> if they just taken all the Theranos like venture capital money and just turned it into jello shot machines, there would be
3: no bad press.
0: She could yeah, still but- keep. She could still keep talking weird and wear black turtlenecks,
3: and not have to do New York Times think pieces about how sorry she is. But look where she went, Stanford. They don't care about jello shots.
4: Oh, shit, that's right. That's right. <laughs>
3: See, it all ties together. Like, if she if she would have been an old miss grad, oh. she would have been right on that. It, apparently, what's the, Theranos, what's, what's the Theranos voice again? It's like, you got to drop your voice real low and uh-huh. you got to sound
1: really confident, you know? I think what, the best thing for uh, the future of this company is to really look at what they're doing in Omaha and bring that to the global market. How about this white wine spritzer? Joe, white white wine
3: spritzer challenge at the Kentucky Derby. Have we considered this? There's no point in white wine spritzers because UVA is already knocked out.
0: The best part about this is that those machines are at least like the company that makes those machines is in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, which feels so fucking correct. I hope it's like two Mitsu alums that made this because Mitsu alums taking tech and turning it into a jello shot machine. Yeah. Using like a combination of K uh, the K-Cup system cuz they use little pods mm-hmm. and I assume, you know, made it out of like I don't know vape juice. It just feels very
4: correct. Vape juice jello shots? Is that what we're talking Ooh, about? Oh yeah, I, I guess so.
3: <laughs> and I shared I shared in the Discord yesterday I think it was. Like if you go to the company's website, you can buy jello shots online for your school of choice. There for, we go. Like and, and they say it counts for the College World Series board. I know. So, this we can so, definitely pump some numbers up.
0: Someone calculated that they've already not profit, but just like total, they've taken in at least a hundred thousand dollars in jello shots.
3: Oh yeah, I, I I did it earlier today and it was over a hundred five thousand. Yeah. Wow, that's that's really at five dollars cool. a pop. I, oh,
4: yeah. I'm I'm just gonna have to say that I'm I was I was wrong about LSU. Yeah, you were. Um, I, I I'm sorry, I downed the Tigers. Eighteen thousand seven hundred seventy-seven jello shots. I, I, knew you, you hated Miss. I, I knew you hated Ole Miss. I knew you hated Ole Miss. I knew that. But them not being back to Omaha since, like, what, 2016 is the yeah. last time LSU made it, and the last time they won it was in 2009. Yeah, it's been a long time coming for LSU, and Mississippi State set the record. Ole Miss beat that record, and then Ole Miss sent it out there. I, I You know, if LSU keeps going, I, I want to see how far they can get this out here because they're – like three hours ago, as we we're recording, which is 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 about nine thirty Central Time on Sunday night, they were at ten thousand four hundred and seventy four, and they've only played one game. Jesus, <laughs> the record is eighteen thousand seven hundred seventy seven. They're within almost eight thousand shots of the record, and, and they've only played three. and they've only played one game.
0: We are gonna have to call them Jello
4: Je- Jell- I know it's like Jello shots, and then they go Go-Maha.
0: That was the only shirt that worked.
4: Yeah. Of
1: course, go go What Was the, was the TCU one again? Oh my frogs. Oh my frogs. Like
0: what the fuck?
1: Yeah. Oh my
0: oh, God damn it! The first I typed. I typed in Jello E A U X shot into uh <laughs> into Google, and the first response is our fucking tweet. <laughs> hey,
4: that we, means we, we own
3: have it. mastered SEO. God so
2: damn it. Tm tm tm. <laughs>
4: yeah. I like it, how. It, like the autocorrect always hits me on the tweet it does like mm-hmm. the official like Brant jello it's oh, yeah a, like i'm trying to not do that what the hell autocorrect
0: so is there anything we really want to talk about in terms of the sec schedule reveal except that they had this whole pageantry on it the only funny thing was that we had this whole pageantry about it just to get you know a schedule and everyone claiming that they have the hardest schedule on earth
3: i mean it's, like, not, it's not even a schedule yeah it's not a schedule it's, it's, yeah, a it's, a schedule. Opponents. it's just opponents Let's yeah, you still don't know when they're playing.
0: We do know that this is going to be Georgia, Alabama in the regular season. And we know that, I think that, oh, what was it? Someone's going to te- Texas is going to Texas A&M before a lot of other SEC members have gone to Texas A&M. Yeah. <laughs> because of like their weird scheduling issues and, they had before. And Texas
4: plays, Texas is going to play Georgia and A&M has only played Georgia once.
1: That's what In the, you know, X
4: amount of years they've been in the SEC. Florida um, and
1: Auburn still aren't playing. Yeah. No, they they never
4: play each other. Uh, the Ole Miss-Vandy game. Conference. The Ole Miss-Vandy game has been, you know, I, I'm really at a loss for it. It's, the eighth and, Sunday in October. That's right. Famously known as.
2: I just really wish they'd gone the Big Ten route and just said like, hey, Missouri, you have no rivals anymore.
0: <laughs> unchallenged Missouri Tigers.
1: On right, Vanderbilt Commodores.
2: I do really enjoy the looming specter of three or four teams that could go undefeated in conference if things fall right. <laughs> That's
0: something that we will have to like come to terms with in this because,
1: the, I mean, it has to the same way the BCS died because someone was overcorrecting, and the same way the College Football Playoff is a selection committee because someone overcorrected. This is going to lead to interconference playoffs,
0: right? Oh, oh, I like this. Like the 0. .5 in a 0. .5 spot. This is very. Yeah. This is very FIFA. I like this. The, yeah. the third the, ranked team from the SEC plays the second ranked team from the Pac-12.
3: By the way, Rocco just put out an update, and Ole Miss is still ahead in shots. What is, whether what, or not they're inflated. What's LSU's? LSU is just shy of twelve thousand. Jesus Christ they are 52 shy oh my god
1: we
0: also just got this today I'll drop it's, this to the discord hey, hey
3: did I hear something or did
1: you call oral Roberts Old Miss oh I might have I meant or oral <laughs> <Roberts>. that's what <laughs> I wasn't trying to dunk on you I was like yeah. what I, I heard it, but I, I
2: just assumed it was like they were shy of Olmus's pace that's what I thought didn't really make no. sense either but yeah,
3: I that was my mistake my bad I no no it's, it's
1: true now Ole Miss is in the college world series
0: I dropped it in the discord someone showed someone dropped this picture to us a day of Tulsa we had some really bad storms in Tulsa and through all the Midwest go through and they were bad enough that they bent the fucking goalpost at Tulsa
3: and not, not, even, just, not just bent it, it they twisted it
0: they twisted it I didn't know that kind of metal could do that
3: me neither
2: No, that's completely shorn off. And this is how we learned that we had two metals fatigue experts in the committee.
0: That's right. (laughs) I love that we have people that know such wonderful wonderful random things. We'll also, by the way, be talking about the Tulsa Golden Hurricanes later on tonight. Yeah, we will. Everyone get excited about 82 Tulsa. That's right. I hope everyone did well. We did not get the DVD-sized hail in my neck of the woods, but some spots out west of us had hail that was definitely dvd sized and that shit is scary that is there are very few weather things that scare me but big ass tornadoes
1: and hail larger than my fist
0: you guys get hail in canada is that a thing
1: yeah it's cold and it comes from the sky so we get it uh (laughs) we actually funny thing we got hail the day before you guys did Okay. Uh, not not very big hail, but hail nonetheless. And I was dog sitting my dad's three very rowdy dogs. And uh, they they just decided it was my fault and started kicking my ass. It was not fun. There fine. we go.
0: One of the things we wanted to do tonight because we missed Flag Day. And we got into
1: a fight online.
0: And we got into a fight online with who posted it? Was it Golic? Chris, Chris Vanini. It was Vanini. It was Vanini. Okay. That's right. He posted his list of like favorite flags and it was just lots of bullshit. <laughs> There's lots of bullshit on there. So we decided we were going to do a flag draft tonight. And funnily enough, we had several committee members who were like, I'm not going to be there, but I'm going to send in my list. <laughs> because we have to make sure that everyone has that. I will be in charge. I will keep track of who's choosing what.
4: Do we have an order or anything of that no,
0: nature? No, we're going to have to do an order right now.
4: Okay. So we may need to. So basically to the that? rules that I set for this flag draft, flag day passed on 614. So it's still kind of apt to do this and you know again we have a lot of vexillology fans here apparently uh and and there was a lot of nerds there was a a lot of passionate opinions about the the chris vanini flag tweet just saying that his his flag opinions were were not great and there are so many that i mean you could say that i mean you know i will trash okay you could trash the flag picks let's let's I'm trying to find his flag tweet. I was going to say,
2: I was in the middle of nowhere when this happened, so I haven't seen it. I'd like Okay, to, I'm going to
1: post
4: his like flag tweet.
2: His <laughs> I'm going to post it in the Discord. live. I, I do this. like,
1: we've, uh, on the Sickos Committee account, we've posted about the country of Sri Lanka twice. Once was me at 5 a.m. stumbling across a cricket game, and once was this.
0: The U.S. Yeah. flag in seventh? The U.S. flag, guys, not great. It's very cluttery, not great. But also...
2: no, when I when I didn't think I was gonna make this recording, I did a big board of a hundred flags and it was just, I think in the eighties. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So
4: let's let's go over Chris Chris Beniti's list, his top 15 world flags that spurred on this this flag draft. We we got upset by this. Let's just go with what he has ranked. We can comment later. I'm just gonna read okay, it off. Go for it. All right, so number one is Brazil, number two, Canada, number three, Jamaica, number four, South Africa. Fifth, Israel; sixth, South Korea; seventh, the United States; eight, Japan; nine, Argentina; ten, Wales; eleven, Barbados; twelve, Albania; thirteen, Greece; fourteen, Trinidad and Tobago. Oh, I'm sorry, Tobago. Go. I Got apologize. Uh, and then fifteen
1: is Switzerland. So much wrong there. I'm the order.
4: One of weird.
2: those is in my top thirty.
1: I have. Two, three, three in my three in my top uh, 20. Okay,
2: so this
4: draft, we have some rules here. We're going to do a snake draft. We're going to do the top five. Basically, we're going to each of us are going to get five picks on the Wikipedia page. uh, There's a Wikipedia page. It says gallery of sovereign state flags, which is basically if that's what we're going off of. If the flag is on this page, you can use it. I
0: definitely tried. I definitely tried a couple of bullshitty things. Yeah. I was like, do you mean states or nations?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Like,
0: like trying to pull some bullshit here. I I, I will
1: say in the, uh, in, when I did this with my friends, we were sticking to just countries, but it was an unspoken rule. And then in the last round, one of them threw out the pride flag. And I was like, oh, you made us all look bad. That went to the last <laughs> round.
4: <laughs> so it's got to be on this thing. We're not picking. It's, it's, it's got to be a sovereign nation. We If this goes well and, and we get some good feedback on this, we're going to do a graphic with our, all of our picks and everything like this. Uh, Jordan, uh, the corn correspondent, Andrew, Joey, Kevin. And then we have Pit Girl, who has submitted her list. Uh, so we have. You're
0: picking two, correct?
4: Uh, I'll. I guess I'll. I'll do her. I'm picking myself too. Yes. Um, okay. So like I'll, I'll be picking flags myself. So I have okay. some some interesting ones, and this is kind of a a, a, a very vibesy based list for me. So I, I I'm not really you know if we can. Let's just like try to put the politics of the nation aside. Right. Uh, we're not
1: like. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. Cause I have one on my list that's going to get me yelled at. We're not
4: condoning <laughs> their behavior in the world. We're talking flags, baby. Just the flags. Uh, mm-hmm. Just the design of the flags. We're not talking about their history. If they've had, you know, crazy stuff in the past or whatever. It's just straight flags, homie. So we have the order.
0: Our order is going to be Andrew, then me, then Kevin, Joey, pit girl, and Kamish, You picked last in the first round.
4: Okay. okay. So I will, I will do pit girl's list. I'll, I'll, I'll play as pit girl too. So okay. she's right in front of me, right in the first round, and then yes. we're gonna snake yes. back around. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Okay. Let's see if yeah. I get any of my picks here. Pick Andrew sixth.
3: You're up first, sir. All right. Oh man, so many, so many choices are available. So many choices. I think for mine, I'm gonna take. What is possibly the most unique flag on the a board? Son of a
0: bitch. You son of a bitch. Don't do this.
3: I am claiming Nepal.
0: Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch.
1: Jordan, I know you had a Nepal rant ready. Do you want to say it anyway? I know. I just, I love
0: Nepal. It's the best flag ever. It's, it's, the flag is like of two pennants. It's beautiful. It is, the constitution has the mathematical way to build the flag based on bisecting lines it's
3: great
4: son of a bitch
3: you, you got to take the obvious number one pick
4: you do you have to it's you know again it's it's likely the number one pick you know vanini did not even have it
3: on his top 15 take that vanini i mean you could have called me up and proposed a trade but i no, know it's
0: fine it's yeah. fine <laughs> uh, i'm gonna actually i'm gonna go with my first pick i'm gonna go with a nearby neighbor to nepal uh, i'm gonna go with bhutan oh damn it if the orange and yellow and the white dragon on it makes a statement because I can't choose whales, I'm gonna go with Bhutan because I want a dragon on my flag.
2: That was number one on my board.
1: Yeah, it's great. It's not number one, but it's pretty high for me.
3: My yeah. problem with Bhutan is like one of my criterias is how easy is it to draw. Mm-hmm. And I am <laughs> not drawing that dragon.
0: <laughs> but it's got orbs in its hands. It's talons. God, it's so that amazing. makes it harder yeah. to draw. It does make it harder to draw.
2: Unique color scheme bisecting line goes the opposite direction of most of them it has a (laughs) dragon on it like
3: (laughs) what more do you want I didn't even realize Wales isn't on this list. Wow! No, it just this is this yeah. because this this, cause this, this, the this home is countries. these are sovereign oh, state I, flags, I, I not country flags. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, so, in no Isle of man back. with the three
4: legs.
0: Wikipedia is so specific about this. very these specific,
4: things. and this is why I'm using this one here.
1: So it, it's all right. It's very interesting because I'll just say one I'm not taking. It has Somaliland on it, but it doesn't have the home countries.
0: I'm excited to go to that talk page and see if people are screaming about <laughs> yeah. things. Yeah, for sure. Kevin, you're up next.
2: All right, with the top two on my board going in the top two rounds, I'm oh. gonna zag a little bit here because i'm terrified i'm gonna lose this and pick my personal favorite flag which is the marshall islands oh, oh
4: good call oh that one's on my list that's a good one that, oh. was, that was my number one pick
0: i the marshall islands for
4: us it's it's beautiful
0: we got that beautiful blue flag with the orange and white sunbeam coming across and uh, a sun symbol in the corner oh, yeah. yep balance of things joey you're next okay so i have a lot of different criteria
1: of what makes do i just flag. type in
0: canada here <laughs> no
1: <laughs> no okay oh, sure. the
2: Canadian flag is
1: is good but it's not first round material for me. Uh, Ooh. So we're, not go- we're not going with what the flag represents we're going with what the flag is yes um i like a flag that has a unique color And it it stands on its own. It the Canadian flag's good for this, but some flags like you kind. It's just it's a nice looking thing, but it doesn't stand for anything. Okay, a a flag, how it looks is diff. How a flag looks good is different from how most things look good. It's got to stand. This country is kind of a nondescript country, but they have a really good flag for this, and I'm going with Saint Lucia.
3: Okay, good choice. Oh, Saint Lucia is on my list.
1: Hmm. Maybe a reach in the first round, but. Like Kevin said, I'm worried about it because I really want it. So, <laughs> so that baby
0: blue with the blue with the uh, the black and yellow triangle in the middle. Yeah, good choice.
1: Yeah, and it's got a symbol. It, it really stands on its. Own. Mm-hmm. So Pit Girl is next, right? Yes. Okay.
4: So I think
3: Saint Lucia is my number two.
4: All right. But so anyway. Pit Girl has a thing. She actually wrote comments about this stuff. This is great. Beautiful. All right. So uh, she's picking this one, and she says she might be overdrafting this one, but damn, if this flag doesn't slap clean. But still inventive. Hey, okay. Seychelles almost said gay rights. Ooh, Seychelles. Uh, Seychelles, Seychelles are
0: good
1: choice. Seychelles. That was very much in my top five. That it is. It is there. basically a. It is a
0: from the corner almost pride flag ish, but with all the colors going as rain, like rays of the sun. It's great. Okay, and Kamish, Now oh. is your turn. Now your choice.
4: I mean, hey, it, it's still here. I'm taking it. Sri Lanka off the board. Yeah, there very you go. Very good pick. I mean, you got a lion with a sword. I don't care if it's not symmetrical or whatever. Give me a lion with a sword on a flag.
0: I gotcha. Yeah, and
4: you, you got you got a little green there too. That's my favorite color. So, and then I get a, a sandwich pick, right? You get a sandwich mm-hmm. pick. Yep. All right. So I lost the Marshall Islands. I was upset about that. That was the number one off my board. Sri Lanka, number two on my board. There. So. I, I'm actually torn between two here, and I'm not sure who I get to pick because it's gonna be a long way until I get this back. Oh, that's kind of uh, this is a tough one. Didn't do this because it's easy. Did this no, how so long?
1: How long until he gets Vikings? Oh, oh no, fun.
4: no, I'm not gonna.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Which flag's
3: gonna get drafted during a Taco Bell commercial? <laughs> that's right. I don't know. Do we have
4: a Taco Bell commercial? So yes. Does anyone uh, have a, a Spartan flag on their board? I'm gonna go with. Oh man, I cannot choose because it's going to be so long until I get a shout again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so ridiculous. Like, I'm going to lose, like, I almost guarantee I'm losing like five of these if I don't pick them right now. So, luckily, Jordan could like edit one. this out. To- totally. So, Jordan, leave this in. Totally. Leave it in. I'm just going to go with the Solomon Islands.
3: Good choice.
1: Ooh, good pick. Good pick. Yeah. Solomon Islands. Yes. Okay. They have a surprisingly good soccer team as well. Fall so Mounds
4: just- with that beautiful.
0: In the top left, you got some stars, got nice light blue. Bottom right, you got some green separated by a band of gold. I love it.
4: Yeah, it's it's, it's good stuff. Uh, I'm going to lose some ones in my top 10, and I'm going to be upset. That's why it took Mm -hmm. so long. I apologize. This is a horrible draft position for the commission. Now it's Pit Girl's turn. She wants to say the most pit international flag. Also, the gold and blue are just perfect for Ukraine. Blue skies and wheat. So she went pit here and she's taking the Ukraine. Good choice.
1: Good answer. Good answer. Joey, I'm going to tell you something after Jordan what my cut this out but what my pick originally was going to be here. I'm okay. skipping it for now just for optics. But no, I know Jordan has a sandwich pick coming up and I, I No,
0: I do not. Andrew has a sandwich pick.
1: Oh, so, well you you do have two picks before I have my next. Pick. Yes, yes. So, I'm worried that this this is not two on my board, but th- I'm worried that this is high on your board so I need to get ahead of it. I'm going to go with the most serene republic of San Marino.
0: Yeah, that was really high on my board. A serene republic, I, I, that beautiful blue and that blue and white.
1: Also, I as far as crests go, I, I'm not a huge fan of flags with crests, but San Marino's is really pretty. Has the three t- the three towers. Yep.
0: Mm-hmm. Most serene republic. Hey, Kevin, you got Marshall Islands of round one.
2: Um, I'm going to stay in the South Pacific and go Kiribati here.
1: Okay. It's it's, Kiribati, it's by the way. It's what? It's weird. It's pronounced Kiribati
2: okay that was, yes, i've I never heard that said is that is right. flag
4: there's no uh, easy man that. that was again that was the one i'm just, dying <laughs> I'm to just a sniping
2: commissioner
4: yeah i'm just like i'm gonna lose it's I, got I, it's the good. waves
2: the
0: sun the bird yeah. on it yeah it's yeah, it, really good
1: Kiribati was good. absolutely high on my board too that it was it's a very very good flag so now to, i'm the here the time the time traveling country by the way if you don't if you don't know that story that's
0: they skipped december 30th one day one year or december 31st one year to get to get the next year faster and they s- jump dateline
1: by day that's <laughs> why the, that's why the dateline goes like this because Kirbas switched switch sides
0: i've got my second choice and i have my second one picked but then again i'm starting to think that i may be going for more of a vibes based thing than i thought i was i'm gonna go with Papua New Guinea. Ooh, okay. Strong. It
4: is... I hate my diagonal system so much. I hate it so
0: much. Very striking red and black diagonal. It has a bird of paradise on it and the southern cross. It's
3: very pretty
0: flag. Andrew, you have your sandwich pick now.
3: All right. For my first pick for this round, or I guess my only pick for this round, I apologize if I mispronounce it. But I'm going to go with Eswatini. Yes. Eswatini. Ooh. Eswatini. I, that was my second guess on how to pronounce it. And it was one of those, whichever one I say is going to be the wrong one. Yeah,
0: that's good. But, Eswatini uh, has the beautiful shield in the middle, split yeah. black and white, and some really striking colors, too.
3: I know I said I like flags that are easy to draw. This one might be a little difficult. That shield can get kind of detailed, but still, it's a war shield. I, I love it.
0: Has very Oklahoma flag vibes. Oklahoma's flag also has a. Shield of the Osage Nation on it, which I like a lot.
3: Eswatini known as the uh, Oklahoma of Africa.
0: That's what we've always said.
3: <laughs> I, I've heard that before, yes. And then for my second pick, starting off round three, I'm going to go with Cuba. I, I I like the alternating blue and white stripes, that nice little triangle over on the left side with a star in the middle. It's, it's a very solid simple but effective flag good call simple yet effective
0: my next one is going to be dominica dominica has a a cool sort of yellow black white cross in the middle on a green flag but most importantly it's got a really cool parrot in the middle i love that Mm -hmm. parrot.
1: i had a feeling we were we, we would have similar boards jordan
2: yeah that was high on mine
1: The Barry U of countries.
2: Absolutely. Which country do we just
1: refer to as the Oklahoma of Africa?
0: That was uh, Eswatini. Eswatini, sorry. Eswatini. (laughs) Whoops. After I said it right, I fucking destroyed it, of course. What's
1: the sport that Barry U slaps in again? Tennis. Tennis, okay. Very good. Dominica tennis tennis on the up and up. So I've heard.
2: Evan. I have one that was very high on my board that's left, and I'm second guessing taking it now, Uh but we're going to go with it and take Brunei.
4: Good call. Yeah, yeah that somebody, was the next one. Somebody's really upset. Yeah, Brunei, <laughs> really
0: solid. Got that yellow, white, and black, which is very striking. And then in the center, we have a the crest of Brunei, also known as Brunei Darussalam. Joey, what you
1: got? We've established that we're just picking flags, we're not picking the countries. So I just put North Korea here, right? <laughs> Belarus. Okay. It was either going to okay. be Belarus, or North Korea. Yep. Belarus has a really, really pretty flag. Uh, I really like the uh, the pattern on the left, and the, uh, the non-matching red and green mm-hmm. looks really pretty on it. Um, and it ties into it, the country's history pretty well. It's just a really, really solid flag. It's a shame who flies it, but it's a really, really solid flag. Yeah?
2: No, I do really like that one.
1: What is Pit
4: Girl's next choice? Pit Girl, the only flag that gets flipped when you're at war. Cool as fuck. The Philippines. Ooh,
3: very good. I did not realize it got
1: flipped when. I didn't not know that either. They, they flip the blue and the red, red on top, when they're at war. Huh. huh.
0: I did not know that. That's so cool.
1: Some good stuff there.
0: Ooh, the construction of the Philippine flag has very specific, like what each angle is. There's like there's theta math in here that I don't like doing. Hold up. No, I don't like this. <laughs> Hamish, sandwich pick again.
4: Yes, sandwich pick. Uh, I'm going with a country that I was assigned their flag to draw in my fifth grade geography class. It wasn't a difficult flag to draw, but this this flag has always stayed with me. So it's it's Vanuatu. Vanuatu. It's got some lovely red and green and gold. Just a great design. Love and, it. And a sea
0: in a seashell, I believe, on the side.
4: Oh yes, good stuff. Now what's your other pick? So this is this is the hard part for me. So uh, I'm actually going with Malawi. Hey, I'm gonna go with Malawi. I love again. If you got some sort of green in it, I'm probably picking you because the commission's favorite color is green. But you have Malawi, which you have red, green, and then you have like a red sun on a black top in the three bars. I just love it. I like it a lot. Hey, pick girl, back again. I, I don't want to take her sixth pick. I, I like her seventh pick better, but this is her list. I've, okay. Um, it, it may still be there, but she hasn't rated seventh. So, I mean, I'm sorry. She hasn't rated sixth, and it's still there. Uh, the colors are here. Also, the eagle it's a little busy, but it
1: works. Kazakhstan.
0: Kazakhstan. Yeah, uh-huh. Very uh, high on my list. mine. <laughs> oh, that was on mine, too. The,
1: the It's. <sighs> it, reason I went with St. Lucia and the San there. Marino, similar reason that Kamesh went for the green flags. Is, that's a very nice shade of blue. Like it's very blue. Like, yeah. yeah.
2: Very much is. And I should have, if I wanted it, I should have uh, gone and... Yeah, figured out the pit girl uh, pit color scheme that's going on here. She's
4: got to, she's <laughs> There's a lot of white
2: and yellow and blue flags going off the board.
1: Definitely. Hey, Joey. I have to dip down my board a little bit because I think I need to uh, snipe it from Kamish. <laughs> it must have green in it. Yes. Okay. Uh-oh. So my, ori- my original higher on the board than this was going to be Macau, but it is not on the list. Oh. So uh, I will take a flag that I wouldn't say green is its main color, but it uses it very well. It's Suriname. Okay, yep. Corfball Legends. I don't think I had that on my list.
2: Kevin. Ooh, choices. Well, I lost Kazakhstan, so um, I'm going to take the other Central Asian country with a sun motif and take Kyrgyzstan.
0: Okay.
1: The Xerox flag. <laughs>
0: I've played enough Sporkle that I even spelled that right the first time. (laughs) Oh,
1: I'm proud of you.
0: I have a theme building. I don't know if you guys have noticed this. So my next flag is going to be Uganda. Uganda has stripes of black, red, and yellow. But most importantly, it's got a bird in the middle. I was going to say, is your
2: theme cool birds? Not just birds.
0: I did manage to snag Bhutan, too. I have a theme. Hey, that Andrew.
2: was very, very high on my list as well. You got Papua New Guinea
4: too? I mean, what is, yeah. he's uh, just uh, like just uh-huh. birds everywhere.
3: I think Papua New Guinea is a butterfly. Oh, it looks like a bird. Let's look it up. I am going to take Antigua and Barbuda.
2: Yeah. Excellent.
1: You're right. It's a bird of paradise as it's called. Okay. That's what I thought. It's,
3: I, I like the sun rising up over the ocean. The, the two red triangles in the corners. And then my last pick. Oh, boy. Gotta make it a good one. Um, I think for my last one, I'm gonna just go with Croatia. Yeah. Oh, a... I, I like the little Tennessee checkerboard they got going on in their crest in the middle of the flag.
0: My wife asked me if I would pick Croatia, and I said I would have if it would have been
3: just that. Like, if it were just the giant. Oh, and there's a goat on their crest. Hmm. didn't even see that at first. Yeah. I'm bonus goat
0: <laughs> so my last choice to finish my theme is going to be zimbabwe zimbabwe has a beautiful so uh stone carving of a bird on the cool left side
4: bird draft yeah bird i had
0: it next week next week draft. for it.
2: We're drafting birds next week i'm up next with my final pick i'm gonna go way down my board here because I feel like it deserves some recognition and pick my favorite Nordic cross flag, which would be Iceland.
0: Be we didn't have, if we weren't stuck with countries, there's two better Nordic crosses. <laughs> I'm aware. Island, Arrow <laughs> islands and Island both have, are both my favorites, but yes, I'm with you here.
1: I could be, I'm, I'm, I know Kevin could as well. I could be doing this for 50 rounds. I'm I'm sad that some of the ones uh, that I have up high on my board aren't gonna pick, but uh jordan can you remind me of the ones i have picked so far uh, you have
0: picked san lucia san lucia san marino belarus and suriname
1: so i'm missing uh, a position here i'm missing a key role player here uh, what i like most i like the blues i like the symbols and i like the uh the color matching of suriname but i'm missing a, a role play here play here which is flags that look like villain flags in a in a sci-fi movie <laughs> which are my, is one of my favorite genres of flag. I feel like I know where so he's I, going here. To say nothing of this country, which is a, a, a for what for what I can tell a very nice country, uh, very good in Eurovision, which we watch. I'm taking Albania. Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, excellent! <laughs> Big one. That is a good sci-fi villain flag.
2: Yes,
0: the imperial anything with the imperial two-headed eagle really like brings that.
3: Also, the
1: the monochrome red and black, mm-hmm. very good. Okay. okay, is Big Girl's
3: turn.
4: Yep, pick girl's turn. All right, her seventh pick didn't get picked. There you go. She simply says, in all caps, fuck me up with the spears. Kenya. Yeah. Kenya, Can Ken- Kenya, fuck me up with the spear?
2: Kenya was the highest rated one left on my board. I just wanted to get some yeah. Nordic cross representation in there.
4: <laughs> and Kamish, your last pick. Mozambique. Hmm? Strong. The only flag with a gun. I want a flag <laughs> with a gun and a bayonet. It looks like there's a hoe on the other side. There's a star and, it, and there's a book. Give me all that. And then, of course, it's got some green. So, you know, <laughs> if my flag does not have green on it, which is weird because my number one pick was the Marshall Islands, but I didn't get that. So all green for the
3: commish.
0: So that's not just a gun, by the way. That is an AK-47.
4: That's right. <laughs>
0: Specifically an AK-47. I am, I am pick, and I with away.
3: our shields and then commish comes in with a gun.
4: <laughs> so I started blasting. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So I've got a bonus round for you guys.
3: Oh boy. Uh-oh. I'm going to drop round. a link
0: and I need you guys to scroll down to the bottom. Uh-oh. And you're going to pick one from this list.
4: Bonus round. We got
0: some Liberian County flags, folks. Okay. If you've never seen the Liberian County flags, you don't oh, know what's these coming. are awesome. But if you know what's coming, then
3: you know what I'm talking about here. Oh my God. Yes. I thought I thought Lofa <laughs> County was a slide at first. All right, do, do we do the same the
4: order baton. because I get the last pick again?
0: Yeah, yeah, no. Let's 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 go full reverse here, Kamish. Okay. So yeah, so you get the first pick here. Oh. Your man. Liberian county flag of
4: choice. Man, these are great. I love these.
0: So all the like if you don't know all the Liberian County flags have the flag of Liberia, which is very similar to the flag of nah. the United States. Which is the most Chew common it. one
4: that, that gets posted on fake patriotic tweets. <laughs> That's right. the flag of Liberia, not the United States flag.
0: And so it's in the upper left corner, but in a very weird proportion. Yes. And then the rest of them, because these flags were made of like textiles and things like that, they look very different in person. But when you digitize them, they look just like chaotic mess.
2: Extremely Microsoft Paint.
4: Yes, right, big, big time. I am gonna draft the flag of Grand Jetta County.
2: Ah, good call. That's
4: good call. I'm going with, of course, it's got some green. Uh, and then there's a little blue and there's a little sun, so you know, if you got some stars or some sun and in, in green, the commission loves your flag. Uh, hey. I think I have the draft for Pitt Girl, yes, you do. Okay, hey. so so Pitt's not here, right? But the closest thing to Pitt is the flag of Maryland County, so she's yeah. gonna get the it's flag. Right, of I was afraid
2: of that, it's, it's, right yeah. colors it's, got, too. it's was... got yellow, it's got blue
4: there's a you lighthouse to, too i need you to click in on the lighthouse though yes to see it has how it's a drawn.
2: hovering obelisk <laughs> yes
4: this is amazing so she gets this flag and she'll probably be mad at me but uh um, i don't think so i think you so. chose 100 okay right for here. her
1: so this is hey joey my my board of one has <laughs> been blown up uh board of one now you see so. how i feel drafting mm-hmm. last
0: notice also that for river g <laughs> county The Librarian flag is actually of a
1: different size. Yeah, that's weird.
0: And then for Grand Cape Mount County, the flag is actually not in the corner.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think I'd need to counter bit here. Because the bit, as you mentioned, is that digitized the flags look wild. There's one that doesn't. And I think that's just um, among all of those that's almost funnier. Give me Sinnoh County. Okay,
0: Sinnoh County is the St. George Cross, but in green. That one's for you, Kamish. That's right. Hey.
4: Shout out to the green. Hey, wow. I didn't realize I was wearing a green shirt and I have green headphones Green headphones. On. Wow.
3: That, that, is this green too? Evan, you should, have, you should have been drinking the Chicago River.
2: <laughs> I'm going to value uniqueness here. And, you know, Commission has been drafting green flags because green is his favorite color. Yes. My favorite color is purple. And one of these oh! flags has a particularly Whoa. glaring shade of purple on it. So I am going to take the flag of Bowie County
3: not just curse my going and then (laughs) five trees
0: that are best described as i'm not sure what mushrooms
4: five trees that are best described as there you got to put this on the graphic too just like like, okay perfect bonus bonus round
0: i'm gonna throw in (laughs) uh, for for my choice if you guys will click on the lofa county flag Mm -hmm. that's a gradient Ooh, that's a gradient on a flag a brown Mm -hmm. gradient on a flag So for the absolute just insanity of putting a gradient on a flag, I'm taking Lofa County.
3: I wanted to take that one before I zoomed in because I thought it was a slide going across the river.
4: (laughs) Nope. I thought it was a weird bridge, but I did not zoom in. And, oh, what is this, man? Oh, my God. It's so good. And
2: I don't know what – I don't understand it at all. I
4: I know one person has been really excited for the no-context images for the podcast. And it seems like he's utterly confused at the moment. So welcome for the, joining the Sickos Committee Patreon. <laughs> join the Patreon. Join the Discord. You get random, no context images from this podcast. And then when you listen to it two days later, you're like, oh, that kind of makes sense, I guess.
1: I just right. looking on the flag of Liberia Wikipedia page, I was scrolling through and the the phrase Republic of Maryland caught my eye. Ooh. Oh, that's a
3: cool flag. I like the Republic of Maryland one.
4: But that's the one that Pit Girl got. No, no. Oh, no, uh, no,
3: scroll up slightly. Oh. <laughs>
2: it's,
4: it's formerly it's, independent. Uh, oh, okay. Republic sorry, of Maryland. Sorry, not the not the flag of Maryland County. I got that confused.
3: So who hasn't okay. picked yet? Andrew has one more. Oh okay. I think since all of my favorite ones have been taken, I know how Kamish feels now. Mm-hmm. I am going to go with the flag of Grand Crew County.
0: Got the little like palm tree on there?
3: Yeah. Yeah, palm tree, and then alternating stripes on both sides. I'm surprised. Yeah. I do
2: really enjoy the vertical stripes. It's nice. It's, it's like we don't, some, a, we don't have
4: enough like vertical, like multiple vertical stripes of flags. It's some nice drapes for the tree to get some sunlight.
3: Uh-huh. Yes.
4: Uh, nobody picked the flag of Bong County. Twelve-year-old sure... me wanted to pick it, yes. but
3: <laughs> it's, I'm not a big fan of the design. Okay, before folks. Before we
1: move on, Jordan, yeah. do you want to just do you want to just read out our teams? As
0: sure. Before? Yes, we have Andrew with the flags of nepal isawanti cuba antigua barbuda croatia and grand crew county jordan with bhutan papua new guinea dominica uganda zimbabwe and lofa county kevin with marshall islands Kiribati, brunei kyrgyzstan iceland and bomi county joey with st lucia san marino belarus suriname albania and sino county pickerel with seashells ukraine philippines kazakhstan kenya and maryland county and lastly Kamish. You got Sri Lanka, Solomon Islands, Vanuatu, Malawi, Mozambique, and Grand Jeddah County. Thank you all for playing. And Kamish, you can start reading our copy while I go get some more, something else to
4: drink.
3: Perfect. You listing those off reminded me of the Animaniacs Country of the World song. It does.
4: <laughs> I wish we had a good flag song. The only song that came to mind was the, the waving flag from like the 2010 World Cup. Oh, Ooh. the uh, that's right. Kanan, Canadian icon. Yes. Yes, definitely. Uh, it's I preferred that song to the Shakira's "Waka Waka" for Africa. It was just because it was in the FIFA game. So uh.
1: it, it's funny because uh, because I I've talked I've talked about this before. Uh, CanCon rules: uh, Canadian radio stations have to play a certain amount of Canadian content per day. Yeah. So therefore, because it's a Canadian song that people know, that song still gets radio play up here.
4: So I just wanted to give a shout out to everybody. Just we have the Sickos Committee Store, Sickos-Committee.Selfy. That's S-E-L-L-F-Y. Store. Go buy some of our awesome merch. We have a new T-shirt the In This House T-shirt. We have a new In This House Neon Sticker. It's a white sticker with the In This House logos. We got some gaming mouse pads. One that has the In This House We Believe. Uh, We got some Sickos Committee merch with the Sickos number one fan, Uh, Mike Golick Jr. He just got our our Sickos uh, sticker gift. Support the committee. Buy some merchandise. Throw it on your laptop wherever you play stickers and and just enjoy and support that. Also, I wanted to give a shout out to the Message Board Geniuses podcast. They go in places where even Sickos won't go, like the Message Boards, and, and read very, very strange things. Uh, this, this episode was about the SEC schedule drop, Georgia fans melting down about their 2024 schedule, a Tennessee fans persecution complex, Oregon's brand name recognition, uh, Mississippi State fans fear of tall people, and of course every week they have their message board genius of the week that they nominate. So check them out. Uh, also, I want to give a shout out to our, our Sicko Substack uh, Sickles Committee sub stack we're doing some exploration of teams that have never played each other before we have a doozy for you coming up which this this is going to post uh, a team that has never played each other South Carolina the Gamecocks versus the Oregon State Beavers so are you
1: going to include the graphic I sent you the
4: graphic there is in the sub stack but I didn't put the flag behind that uh, I just ah. left it blank <laughs> that that's coming out on Monday so when you get this on Tuesday if you want to check it out it's free to subscribe for the Sickos uh, Committee substack. It's a lot of fun. We previewed, or we just like, kind of hypothetically preview these matchups. And do we really need this matchup or is the allure of South Carolina versus Oregon State just because of the Cox versus Beavers thing? Something that we just want to hang on because then once it happens, it just just goes away. It will never be as good. never be as good. Also, one final thing, but I'm going through all the ads while Jordan was outside. We are a part of the Home Field Apparel affiliate program. Our code is yes, ha, 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 yes. Three ha's. Three ha's in the middle. It is for 15% off of your your first order. So if you're a first-time customer of Home Field Apparel, they just dropped Kansas State, which they had a beautiful lavender shirt. Uh, they just dropped Texas a and a refresh of them, along with uh, Oklahoma State where they had a Pistol Pete orange power shirt. It looks so um, good. And it, it just the orange, just overpowering, just amazing. Go check it out, Home Field Apparel. If you've never purchased it before, the shirts are extremely soft. Um, if, if you're not in, in Texas and under uh, a 115-degree heat wave, they have some awesome hoodies and, and some joggers. Long-sleeve shirts, which I probably won't buy until November because I live in the hell of South Texas. Promo code is YES. Ha, 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 yes. Three ha's. Three ha's. That's right.
0: I have now officially had enough Home Field shirts that when I go on like longest trips, I can wear them the whole time. And so for this last Christmas, I did a full seven days in California wearing nothing but home field, really confusing my in-laws. It was great. <laughs>
4: <laughs> okay, so the, the, the U.S. and Canadian game is, is is final now. Can we call it Dos E
1: eh Zero? Eh? Eh? Dos E eh Zero? Eh.
4: <laughs> we don't
1: speak that language up here, uh... in case you're wondering. <laughs> I'll
4: learn how
0: to say... Uh, you
4: got to say it
1: in two... Honduran.
0: No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to learn how to say two to zero in... in in Inuktitut? Yeah, I was. I couldn't figure out what the language is called. Yes. <laughs> so we, we're going to go on now to one of our favorite things, where we get to hear story time from Kamish. We have the best season of all time for teams who are below five hundred all time. Both what at five hundred at part twenty five of thirty nine. Who do we have tonight? Tonight it's the New Mexico
4: Lobos. Oh, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Louis Lobo who follows us on Twitter. Yeah, Louis Lobo, the, the mascot, follows us on Twitter. Said, Oski doesn't follow us. No, does. Maybe one day. But
0: someone said someone said you can't spell Sico without Oski and I about lost my shit.
4: No, but uh Lobo uh, he basically just he, he sent uh, a link so thank thank you so much for sending the link. We we definitely do appreciate that. We got some information because New Mexico unfortunately it was very difficult to find some stuff on, on New Mexico's history. There was a weird gap that this team fit into that we picked. It's very strange, but a weird gap here. Uh, But I want to give a shout-out to some New Mexico Lobo teams of old. Shout-out to the 1927 team, their only undefeated team. They were 8-0-1. If you want to look at that team and see who they played, you'll probably see why I didn't pick them. Because they're really – I don't recognize many of those people on that team. uh, Okay, hold up, hold up, hold up. Here we go. Go ahead.
0: We got New Mexico Mines. Yeah. That still exists. Yes. Montezuma College, Mm -hmm. which – a is, possible
4: Big Twelve expansion,
0: which is now a, which was a castle. <laughs> okay, this can't be right. Yeah, New Mexico, New Mexico, New Mexico Military, which still exists. Yes, Texas Mines, which is utep utep played at El Paso High School Stadium, beautiful yep, stadium. That's right. They played Arizona, mm-hmm. Arizona State Flagstaff, which is Northern Arizona now. Mm-hmm. Northern New, New Mexico A and M, so that's New that's,
4: Mexico State. New Mexico State, yes.
0: Western Colorado, they still exist. And New Mexico Highlands, mm-hmm. Okay, they are a D2 school. They yeah. played them in Las Vegas, New Mexico.
4: That's all right. It's right <laughs> off of, I think it's uh, Interstate 20, 25. There's or. like absolutely nothing there. But there is a Las Vegas, New Mexico, if, if you didn't know.
1: There's I like a, that with all, with all the teams they played, Montezuma, Castle, New Mexico Military, Arizona was their homecoming game.
4: They it, beat be them 7-6, Count It They did. It did. So okay. that was okay. their only undefeated team, but I did not pick them. Give a shout out to the nineteen thirty four eight and one team, the nineteen sixty four nine and two team, the nineteen ninety seven nine and four team that was coached by Dennis Franchione.
0: Oh God! Yes, so that, that that was before before he got the AM job, I guess.
4: Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, uh, the two thousand seven nine and four Rocky Long coach team. Yeah, and then the two thousand sixteen nine and four Bob Davie coach team. Bob Bob. So this team. New Mexico. This was their only ten-win season in school history, so that's why I chose right. them. So I, I valued the ten wins over the undefeated season here. So if there's, I think that's grief, fair. I
2: think if there's so.
4: any grief, it's fine. There were eight zero and one, but I, you know, here ten wins here. So 1982, the New Mexico Lobos, that were coached by head coach Joe Morrison. So I got his Wikipedia there if you want to check him out. Joe Morrison played professionally as a running back and wide receiver in the National Football League. You have to say that if you're an official podcaster because you yeah. got to you got to send the, you can't say the NFL. For the New York Football Giants, uh, from 19- for a long time, damn. 1959 to 1972, Morrison served as the head head football coach of the University of Tennessee at Chattanooga from 1973 to 1979
2: UT Chattanooga that's right thank you I can't read it any other way You you
4: gotta put in the uh the Dan Mullen so he after he left Chattanooga a fairly successful stint there he got the job in Albuquerque at the University of New Mexico he was hired in 1980 the first year they went four and seven and they were three and four in the WAC, the Western Athletic Conference 1981 there were four seven and one so they had an extra game and they just basically tied so basically tied their
2: 1980 oh,
4: God. record by just adding a tie to it so this season came out of nowhere absolutely nowhere they were four seven and one and four and seven back to back years. So this season was just basically lightning in the bottle for the Lobos. 1982 Lobos. They were led by quarterback David Osborne. Their their leader Super, there, like Super Dave Osborne. Like Super Dave Osborne, you could say that. Also, the leader leading rusher was Mike D Carter. They have the D there. I don't. I, I maybe there was another Mike Carter on the team, but he had. 722 rushing yards, and then he balanced that with 739 receiving yards. He was a do-it-all back, so he did everything for them. Osborne only had 1,609 passing yards for the year, so basically half of the passing yards that Osborne had went to the running back, Mike Carter. Jesus. So I got... I want to give a shout-out to Lobo... Lobo... I'm sorry. God, I didn't say that right. Lobo Football History, so Lobo FB History. Uh, There's some some videos that i found on twitter uh they don't they don't follow us but again i was searching for stuff for this team and the online archives just not much there whatsoever so there's a couple of videos that they have on twitter of some highlight games i believe this is the one that they played against air force which air force will become a nemesis later in the year i'll tell you why a little bit later so i want to shout out him uh, or that account for the picks uh, the pictures, because really, I would not have had anything of the actual football players that year if it wasn't for this Twitter account. After their first game, they start the season. They they go to Wyoming and they beat Wyoming forty-one to twenty. Oh. The sports editor of the Albuquerque paper, uh, which I can't remember the name of the Albu- Albuquerque paper, I think it's the Journal. So the headline after the game it says New Mexico finally possesses an offense. <laughs> <And> Jesus. <laughs> It says, Laramie, Wyoming, the game of football is certainly a lot of fun when your team has an offense. And the New Mexico Lobos had a f- had fun here Saturday afternoon. The Lobos were supposed to be a team trying a new offense with a quarterback who could not do the job in the most favorable poll. University of New Mexico was picked to finish third in the Western Athletic Conference, and the offense was the reason. Guess again, oh, ye of little faith. The Lobos actually <laughs> scored 41 points here in a, in a 41-20 to victory. That's as many as some people expected University of New Mexico to score all season. Oh, wow. The offense played almost as well as the defense. And that's saying something with outstanding with the outstanding uh, Lobos play. So this is uh, Dennis Lada, and he's the sports editor. He, he is the up. most
0: fucking 80s looking sports editor I have ever seen. Oh, yeah. That mustache. Holy shit.
3: That is an anchorman-ass mustache. That's Uncle Rico. Hmm? Oh, it is. I was going to say he's
1: either a 70s uh, sports editor or he's a goalie in the 70s. That's it.
4: Yeah. I mean, he does have that look that you could see him, you know, playing for the Winnipeg Jets or the Calgary Flames. So he's going to pop up throughout this because he was the sports editor of the Albuquerque Journal. So the next game that New Mexico has, they're going back home to University Stadium, and they're going to be playing the Texas Tech Red Raiders. So there was a little hype for this game. And so it says, excitement, you can feel it. There are, as the old saying goes, plenty of good seats available. Well, maybe not plenty, but if you want (laughs) to see New Mexico and Texas Tech Saturday night, they'll probably take your money and let you walk through the gate. Just mentioning such a thing, home opener or not, represents a mini change in the fortunes of Lobo football. One person was interviewed, the athletic director, John Bridges here. It says, I'm always pessimistic until I see people with tickets in their hands. But honestly, there is more excitement around here this week than any time since I've been at New Mexico. I'm not going to tell you that we'll be undefeated or that the stadium will be sold out. Just say that I'm not the only one excited. You can feel it just walking down the halls.
0: That's that's so... Have some fucking confidence in your team, man. Like, hey, man. I mean... Again, how jaded is... do you have to be as an AD to be like, I until I see people in the stadium, I don't fucking count them.
4: <laughs> maybe a little bit they go to play texas tech and the headline in the albuquerque journal uh 10 years of frustration End for the lobos the defense keys to a 14 nothing victory so can you imagine shutting out texas tech nowadays like with their crazy high-powered offense that we've yeah. we've known and loved it's nuts and and supposedly they have an offense, but they got a fumble recovery and a long bomb from Mr. Osborne, and they got the win, fourteen nothing. There's another picture of safety Ray Ray Hornfeck, two-time All Whack. That
1: sounds like a uh, an old-timey cuss. Yes, it does. Oh, and Ray Hornfeck. Hornfeck. Oh, Hornfeck.
4: I'm
0: so, I'm so glad they're back. The Whack, I mean, the whack is back. Yeah, the Whack is back. Yes, the Whack is
4: back, Jack. So the next game that New Mexico has, they're they're going on. They're welcoming in the running rebels of UNLV. Lobos win their third straight. They beat UNLV, scoring at will. New Mexico clobbered Nevada Las Vegas, forty-nine to twenty-one, for its third straight victory of the season. The win avenged seventy-two to seven and forty-nine to forty-two losses suffered by the Lobos at the hands of UNLV. Seventy-two to seven. Yes, I think that was nineteen eighty. Is that
0: the year we talked about UNLV? That might have been one of those. That might have been one of the. uh, No, seventy-six was UNLV. Okay.
4: They got killed by Jesus 1980 God. UNLV. That was seven and four. So they got some revenge here. They took it to them. Some big, big plays. The offense just could not be stopped, and they were just, just running it up on the running rebels. The next game, they go to Colorado Springs to face Air Force, which may become a little bit of a nemesis later. As I, am doing a little foreshadowing here verbal. Gotcha. The Lobos show off in a 49 to 37 victory. The New Mexico Lobos couldn't have picked a better time to show off. Led by David Osborne and running backs Michael Johnson and Mike Carter, uh, New Mexico defeated Air Force 49-37 to as a regional television audience watched the Colorado Springs game. So this one was on regional TV. Ooh. This is a picture of Colorado State and New Mexico which uh, doesn't fit, but this is, again, all I could find. The next game, they welcome in BYU. their arch nemesis in the whack. So the headline goes 1-0, and 2-0, 3-0, 4-0. BYU bursts the Lobos bubble. Oh. oh, Dennis Lada, the sports editor, is back for more here. <laughs> he reads, like, this is almost like a eulogy here. It was almost like the end of a dream. There will be no talk about national rankings around the University of New Mexico this week. No one from Albuquerque will be calling San Diego to make room arrangements for the Holiday Bowl. Before the largest home crowd to see a New Mexico football game, the Lobos had their worst half of the season Saturday. And the reason was simple. BYU had a better team. The weird thing about this game is New Mexico was up. At halftime, 12 7. They scored 33 points in the second half. BYU scored 33 points Jesus in the second half Christ. and beat them 40 12. Oh my God. There are,
3: there are three different articles on this page about the loss. Yeah. From three different writers. Yes. <laughs>
4: this, was, this was like a big deal. Like, New Mexico got out to a 4 0 start. They're like, oh my God, can we win the WAC? Can we do this? You know, can we actually win the, the Western Athletic t- uh, Conference title? They've only had four conference titles in their history. They won the, the border conference in 38. They won the WAC in 62, and 63, and then in 64. The, this was kind of like a huge dashing of their dreams. The third quarter was just like the worst thing that, that just could have ever happened for them. The Lobos had four turnovers in the four, in the third quarter. And then BYU outscored them 26 nothing in that period. Just a, a dismal, dismal third quarter. The paper sets it up. They tried to recover from the big defeat. The next game they had was at uh, San Diego state who may, they, they were in the whack then. I don't know what conference they're going to be in now, but it was at Jack Murphy stadium, which was the old Qualcomm stadium, which doesn't exist anymore. So this is where they played San Diego state and they barely survived this one. They won this game. 22, 17. The sports writer says it wasn't pretty, but it was a victory. Nevertheless,
0: Hey, win can win to win.
4: Still, cults. New Mexico Lobos captured their fifth victory of the season Saturday night, defeating San Diego State in a thrilling Western Athletic Conference game that which went down to the wire. The final score was 22-17, but the win was not ensured until the Lobos held the Aztecs twice inside the New Mexico 20-yard line. A San Diego State field goal attempt was no good to end to end the first stretch, and then on the second, the Lobos smothered quarterback Mark McKay. After a bad snap on a fourth and 12. So the Lobos are now five and one. They're in a first first place tie with B, BYU. So BYU lost. You're like, oh, BYU lost. They they lost to Air Force that the Lobos beat, right? We got some yeah. weird
1: uh-huh.
4: tiebreaker math coming up. Oh, that's a transitive weirdness. property. Oh, we got mm. something going. Uh, I found this picture. It's a turquoise jersey for the Lobos. They have the Zia on the helmet. It's so I, good. Holy shit. So good. I love this. Yes. So it's it's absolutely amazing. I, I Again, I don't know how many times they've wore this, but this is just – it's kind of like – the Mexico, bring this back. The, yeah, you yeah. got to bring it back. It's it's amazing.
2: It's New Mexico. Wear silver and turquoise. That's your thing. Like
4: With the cherry red so accents, good. it looks really good. It's kind of like a New Mexico version of the Miami Dolphins, if you can say that. So like the New Mexico turquoise and then the Miami Dolphins, instead of orange, you have the crazy New Mexico cherry red
1: it's that amazing. Love it. The Z on the helmet is really pretty too. It's
2: yes. amazing. Uh, can I, definitely can, bring that back. Can
0: I rewind you guys back to that BYU loss for a second? Yeah. I found some box scores on this. Awesome. Uh, oh uh, no. New Mexico managed to throw two interceptions. That was a big problem here, but to show you how much of an ass kicking this was New Mexico to get to 12 points, ran 92 offensive plays. BYU to get to 40 points only ran 62, 30 fewer plays. So the efficiency was just off the charts here in that third quarter. By the way, they squashed. Just scored three. Uh, BYU scored three touchdowns, a field goal, and a safety, almost a pickem of ways to score in football.
3: So it looks like they wore a turquoise basketball jersey in twenty thirteen. Okay, so we. Need I, haven't, to seen to... I haven't seen them. I haven't seen them wear. They've done turquoise accents. Uh, they did that in twenty twenty one against A and M. Okay but not a full turquoise football uniform in a while.
4: Next game after the San Diego State survival in Jack Murphy Stadium, they go back home and they face their in-state rival, the Battle of I-25. It's New Mexico State versus New Mexico. And oh boy, did Dennis Lara let let them have it, along with Rick Wright, the sports writer. The Lobos beat the crap out of New Mexico State. 66 to 14 Jesus Christ My God. this is probably one of the most lo- lopsided games in the battle of i-25 rivalry I, I don't know if it is for sure uh, you could probably check Wikipedia if we if we got it real quick which I I, I have that already open apparently
0: 61 uh, zero is largest margin 61
4: zero uh, apparently New Mexico State beat the Lobos in 1917 110 to three okay <laughs> so One of the biggest, but not the biggest, (laughs) lopsided wins. Sorry, what did I? Yeah, one ten to three. One ten to three in 1917. New Mexico State beat the Lobos. Good Lord, I wonder how sad that field goal was. (laughs) 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 Of course, we can't find a box score from a 1917 game, but. That's crazy. So they just obliterated them. The headlines read, Lobos capture state bragging rights. Uh, Rick Wright, the sports writer, says, Lobo game, not as close as score indicated. Oh, Jesus. Like, it's 66-14. How?
1: Just to be a dick, I guess.
4: New Mexico set a rushing record that game with 580 yards on the ground. That's a lot of rushing yards. Just running all over Uh, the place. Yeah, it is. Carter had 174 yards that game. It, It was just... (laughs) <laughs> like, the best everybody. part
0: about that, I don't know if I, my brain blanked out and you mentioned it, but the Lobo scored twice in the first 38 seconds?
4: Yes. I didn't That's, say it, but go right ahead.
0: Yeah, sorry. So the Lobo scored twice in the first 38 seconds that they had the ball and went on to a smashing 66-14 to victory. Jesus Christ. Blink and the game is out of hand.
4: The next game, they go to North Texas. Fouts Field yes. against the Mean Green. So they struggled this game, but the Lobos, they pulled it out in the final minute. A desperation pass won it for them. Just amazing. Quarterback David Osborne threw a 47-yard touchdown pass to wide receiver Derwin Williams with 28 seconds remaining in the game to give New Mexico the win 20 to 17 over North Texas State. The winning score came only 14 seconds after the heavy underdog Mean Green Eagles had stunned the Lobos with a 30-yard scoring play. So just imagine the last minute of that game. So basically, there's 20. Uh, there's 20, sick. <laughs> North Texas State takes the lead for 17-14, and they got the two-point conversion. So 14 seconds later, there's 42 seconds left. Bam, strike. Touchdown, the Lobos lead. Dennis Laudas chimes in. As the Lobos struggled, they will take the victory. And he goes, hey, a win is a win. Though it was much tougher than expected, and the Lobos needed a miracle play with 28 seconds left. They won. Thankfully, there were no bowl scouts at Fouts Field Saturday. <laughs> they wouldn't have seen the New Mexico football team that has rolled up a 7-1 record, but they would have seen an impressive quality in the Lobos. Though New Mexico played poorly, it was still good enough to beat North Texas State 20-17. The New Mexico team that beat Wyoming, Texas Tech, San Diego State, didn't put an appearance in this game. Maybe a little bit of a letdown if they just obliterated their in-state rival.
1: I like that line about bowl scouts because like that being a really big concern at the time is very much a bygone era, but it's also very interesting that like, because the football media has joked about like the Tanger or not, sorry, the, uh, the pinstripe bowl having scouts that go to like LSU games. But that used to be a genuine concern for these teams because there were not a lot of bowls. No, not many bowls this season at at all. Uh, We'll, (laughs)
4: doing doing some nice foreshadowing joey love it uh unintentionally i i found a program for lobo football 1982 so i threw it in there too i love that it's great it's,
0: it's it looks like something i would have put together except i know that it was such a pain in the ass to cut out people's pictures and
2: yeah actually you know layer them in The i love the colors on that though yeah it's 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 again,
4: <laughs> the the red is just great and it's just classic 80s style i love the helmet the d the Lobo on the side of the helmet, the logo that they had at the time. It's a very classic eighties look. Yeah, it is. It is a very like rough and ready looking Lobo. Definitely. So their next game is at UTEP. So basically another one in what I like to call their triangle of hate, (laughs) you know, they got UTEP, they have New Mexico state and they're all in this weird New Mexico, you know, West Texas corner triangle of hate, even though the triangle is very short because UTEP and, and, uh, Maybe maybe is is it isosceles if it's
1: just even even on, on I, don't, I have no idea. Oh, but uh, the, Pythia- the Pythagorean theorem of hate. That's right.
4: A squared plus B squared equals New Mexico State squared. I don't know. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> so the next game again, they're going to El Paso to the Sun Bowl to face UTEP. Uh, the New Mexico they ramble to another win. Uh, they lead. The Lobos passed against an in conference foe in Utah. The logo the Lobos Logos. The Lobos regained form in the second half. Dennis Lada chimed in. It happened in the locker room at halftime. Maybe it was something the coaches said. Maybe the change the coaches made. For six tough quarters of football, the, the New Mexico Lobos weren't playing well. Especially on the Lobos. Offense. Hold up, time out. Lobos. The Lobros
0: are now my favorite way to
4: call them. The Lobos. That's their frat boys. The Lobos. Uh so if you're in the fraternity in New in, in Mexico, you're, you're now a low bro. Uh, that, that, that wouldn't that'd be a really good beer name, a low bro. Uh, a low me, brow, yeah. Give me a low, low and brow. That was real. They broke that streak in the second half here Saturday night, 31-18 over UTEP. Through the first half, the Lobos struggled against the team that is last in the whack in every defensive category. As it had done a week earlier, North Texas State, New Mexico looked lethargic. People might say the Miners were playing tough defense as they were, but UTEP's best defense shouldn't have been able to stop the Lobos. The Lobos were 10th in the nation on offense, scoring an average of 34.1 a game and rushing Ooh. for 283 yards a game. Yet the Lobos just had a 7-3 to lead at halftime. So I don't know what happened at halftime, but Dennis Lada, he, he believes something magic happened in that locker room. There's, there's Coach Joe Morrison with a classic 80s truck, trucker hat. I love it. Mm-hmm. love it. If he had like a cigarette or something, that would just be perfect. Or maybe like a huge dip in his mouth. Yeah. Yeah. A lip a, in was the correct, Having a
0: lip in is, is the correct answer.
4: Yeah, uh, Definitely. It would have been something like that. But that, that hat is very sweet. The next game, they, they're back home against Colorado State. New Mexico, guns down Colorado State. They rally for their ninth win in the season. Never has one man... Done so much for so many in in such a short time. Two great defensive plays by linebacker Johnny Jackson in the span of 20 seconds led to touchdowns as New Mexico scored a thrilling 29-24 victory over Colorado State at University Stadium before a a disappointing but vocal crowd of 19,937. The first of Jackson's defensive gems came less than two minutes after the Lobos had scored seven points to draw within two points of the aroused Rams, uh, with 9.34 uh, left in the game. No thank you. The five ten, 205-pound sophomore, who blitzed most of the afternoon, dropped back into a short zone, expecting a pass. In a pass, it was. But before it could get to its intended receiver, Jackson reached up and tipped the ball right into free safety, Steve Sauter's hands. Sauter in the game only because regular Ray Hornfeck was mm-hmm. with the- was out with an injury, and starter Nick Johnson had been burned on a long pass. <laughs> Gathered the ball and made a couple of fine moves and took it all the way for the score. That put New Mexico ahead 27-17 at the 747 mark, and they really never looked back. Another interception came right after that, basically. It wiped out a 51-yard pass play to the, the Lobo 34. So they Their defense held strong. And they were able to hold off the Rams. The what? What, what were the Rams there? They were aroused, apparently.
0: the aroused Rams. Yeah, the aroused Rams. Yes. The aroused
4: Rams. yes. Uh, here's a picture of 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 Dave Osborne. I absolutely love his hair.
0: Oh God, the Quarterback curls. Dave
4: Osborne? I mean, just like when you saw him with the helmet, I didn't think his hair looked like that.
0: No, not at all.
4: Not at all. Just the no. classic curls, uh, the '80s curls. So their final game of the season, they got they welcomed the the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors. So they they just ripped Hawaii. but now they wait. The bowl bid is still unsure. Late Saturday night, it looked like New Mexico's chances of getting a bowl bid weren't real good, but the Lobos could still get that badly wanted phone call. Though they finished the regular season with a 41-17 win over Hawaii for a 10-1 record. There is just one bowl berth left, and the Lobos are one of six teams under consideration. The Hall of Fame Bowl in Birmingham was the only game with a spot still open. Vanderbilt has accepted an invitation to be the host team and the Birmingham post Herald is saying today in in today's edition that Miami, Florida will be the other team, but, and that is a big, but the selection committee will not announce the other team until this afternoon. And the Lobos still have an outside chance. So this leads to them to start to speculate, Hey, are we going to get a bowl? There's a few things. Are we going to get a bowl? are we going to get a bowl? We're going to get a bowl. Doesn't happen. They get snubbed. The 10-1 New Mexico Lobos snubbed. The paper starts to wonder, did attendance cost the Lobos a bowl? The University of New Mexico's football team never really had a chance at the Hall of Fame Bowl, not even with its 27-point fourth-quarter explosion against Hawaii Saturday night. New Mexico, one of six teams being eyed, for a, a eyed late Saturday noon for a berth against Vanderbilt in the Birmingham Bowl after Stanford stubbed its toe against Cal. Hey, it was 1982— the band on the field? Yes, I think so. Yeah, that's 82. Oh, wow. Yep. <laughs> Man, did you just minimize the band is out on the field by saying it stubbed its toe? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is the most understated oh my way God! possibly. This was not Dennis Lada. so I'm going to say this was Rusty Weller. Uh, the list of contenders were down to Air Force, Miami, Florida, Tulsa, when the, uh, and New Mexico when the selection committee met Sunday according to the Colorado Springs Gazette Telegraph uh, which quoted Jim Simmons executive director of the financially plagued Bowl lovely the Hall of Fame Bowl in Birmingham financially plagued that I don't think you really even that feels, you said that, that feels right yeah it does feel right Air Force calling on the Pentagon and even the White House for extra clout promised to, promised to account for 15,000 seats Maybe with Vice President George Bush occupying one of those, according to Gazette bullshit. Telegraph, they're, such pulling, bullshit. they're pulling out. The Vice President is going to come to Birmingham to watch Air Force play a bowl game.
1: It's such a fun lie, too. If the if the University of New, or if, sorry if the New Mexico writers just made that up, because <laughs> that seems like that seems like something they would say.
4: So Air Force, who had been humbled by New Mexico forty nine to seven, but apparently they upset BYU and Notre Dame. And they were declared the winners of this season's last remaining bowl scramble. The Blue Botted and Independence bowls filled their bowls Saturday afternoon. It comes right down to who's going to put the most people in the seats, Athletic Director John Bridgers said, in trying to explain the bowl's decision, the lack of support here in Albuquerque and what they perceive would be a lack of support at, at the bowl game is what did us in. So basically, the the AD is just blaming the fans. Don't shit not- on your fans. Holy shit. For not going to the game, this sounds like something that happens all the time in college football. It's like we need
1: fans and stands, and and then
3: yeah, that's that's definitely a common theme.
1: Uh, in case you were wondering, the uh, the nineteen eighty two Independence Bowl, which is one of the bowls they're complaining about, took uh, six and five Wisconsin against uh, six four and one Kansas State. Jesus Christ!
2: The the Vandy Air Force game was a eight and three team against a seven and four team. Yeah, so... that New
4: Mexico had beat.
2: Yes, So
4: this is crazy Sports Illustrated ranked New Mexico 20th So they finished in the New Mexico UPI United Press International Board of Coaches Poll So in the coaches poll uh, New Mexico finished the season ranked 20th Despite it's glossy record New Mexico failed to land a bowl bid BYU will represent the WAC In the Holiday Bowl against Ohio State While Air Force A 49-37 loser to New Mexico Got a bid from the Hall of Fame Bowl and we'll meet Vanderbilt. The mathematical ratings of Hollinsworth Association out of Akron, Ohio, has New Mexico and Auburn tied for 17th place with a rating of 74. Michigan and Ohio State are tied for 20th at 73. So that's right, folks. I'm sure
2: neither of those schools felt strongly about that. Not at all.
4: New Mexico and Auburn were tied for 17th, and Michigan and Ohio State tied for 20th. So yes, 1982. In in the coaches poll,
0: New Mexico was tied with Bama. Yes, they were both ranked twentieth. Bama yeah. went to the Liberty Bowl at seven and three to play a seven and four Illinois. Yeah. <laughs> so,
4: so there's there's like a, a letters to the editor part that I, I grabbed here. So this is this is from Debbie Devore of Albuquerque. She wrote a letter, uh, you know, expressing her, I guess, anger that. Oh, this is a doozy! Holy shit! <laughs> expressing her anger that the Lobos. Did not get picked for a bowl game. The title of the the letter is Winning Combination. And so she, she begins. To the University of New Mexico Lobo football team, I say salute. You have made an otherwise dreary football year fantastic, and I thank you. To Coach Joe Morrison and his entire staff, I give my hearty congratulations for making winners out of the Lobos. Whether those strange people in the East who do the rankings and give out the bowl bids realize it or not, I know we have a good team and you really prove yourself this year to the administration and the regions of the university of New Mexico. If you allow Joe Morrison and his staff to be lured away from the Lobos, you will face the scorn of the entire city of Albuquerque and probably much of the state as well. Well said, Debbie.
0: And commish, where did he go?
4: <laughs> he, left.
2: South he left. Carolina. He
4: left for South Carolina. That's right. He went to South Go Carolina, Cox. so
2: Go
4: I just want to read off the bowl schedule here. So I'll read the schedule: the Independence Bowl is Shreveport. I know Joey already mentioned this. Six and five Wisconsin versus six four and one K State, Kansas State. Uh, the Holiday Bowl: eight and three Ohio State versus eight and three Brigham Young. So New Mexico's only losses to BYU, and they're eight and three, and they're going to the Holiday Bowl against Ohio State. The California Bowl, it is 7-3 Bowling Green versus 10-1 Fresno State. The Tangerine Bowl is Boston College, 7-2-1 versus Auburn, 7-3. The Sun Bowl in El Paso, 6-4-1 North Carolina versus 7-2 Texas. The Aloha Bowl. Uh, it is it is uh Maryland versus uh, Washington. I don't know why uh, it must have been after a deadline. It says UCLA or Washington, but it, it was Washington. Uh, the Liberty Bowl was seven and three Bama versus seven and four Illinois. The mm. Gator Bowl was nine and two uh, West Virginia versus eight and two Florida State. The Hall of Fame Bowl, Vandy seven and three Air Force seven and four who New Mexico beat. but I mean Air Force is saying that George Herbert Walker Bush is gonna attend the game. <laughs> What kind of – is there any other school that can pull this besides, like, Army, Navy and Air Force? Like, hey, the vice president's coming.
0: At Delaware. Delaware back in the Obama administration.
4: Yeah. So, I mean, Delaware could be like – but, I mean, Delaware's in the FCS playoffs. So, I mean – Where did Kamala go? Howard. Oh, right, well. There you go. Right, maybe FCS playoffs if they do that. Uh, the, peach, <laughs> the Peach Bowl in Atlanta was 6-3-1 and one Tennessee versus 7-4 and four Iowa. God, we just used to let these things happen.
3: Yes, Ugh. the
4: Blue Bonnet Bowl in Houston.
3: Wait, was 7-4 Iowa their record or the score of a game? <laughs>
4: <laughs> the Blue Bonnet Bowl in Houston, which was 8-1-1 one one Arkansas versus 7-3 Florida. The Fiesta Bowl was the uh, Oklahoma-Nebraska loser versus Arizona State or Washington, which is strange. Uh, then it's, it's Southern Miss was the Cotton Bowl versus Pitt. Yeah,
0: hell yeah, it was the Cotton Bowl. That's, this right. is fun Southern one. Miss
4: was 10-0-1 and, and Pitt was 9-1. The Rose Bowl. Southern Methodist. Southern That's Methodist. SM, That's SM, SM, Same thing. Same thing. Yeah. <laughs> the Mustangs, I apologize. We went over the 1982 team there. Uh, Michigan was 8-3, and three, and then they, they were playing against Arizona State or UCLA. I didn't look that up. And then it was uh, LSU versus Nebraska in the Orange Bowl. I remember that. And then the Sugar Bowl was 9-1 Penn State versus 10-0 and 0 Georgia. So BYU was 7-1 and one in the WAC. They finished eight and four overall. New Mexico was six and one in the WAC. They finished ten and one overall, right? Air okay. Force four and three in the WAC. They finished, you know, what? It, yes. Fucking hell. San Diego State four and three in the WAC. Hawaii four and four. Colorado State three and five. Utah two and four. Wyoming two and six. And UTEP one and six. I mean, this is this is kind of like really like the second place team in your conference doesn't get a bowl game. Air Force gets it over them.
3: So three schools played eight conference games yeah Utah played six conference games mm-hmm. yeah that was and all the other played seven
0: yeah that kind of shit happened all the time back then
4: <laughs> yeah there wasn't a a regimented schedule like the SEC was like you get eight now and, and everybody complained about it huh. uh so Wisconsin you know went to the Independence Bowl that was the they got their
2: first Bowl win in program history that was K-State's first ever Bowl appearance as well
4: yes so that was kind of like a big deal. Like Wisconsin had never won a bowl game, and they were six and five. K State uh, never been to a bowl game. Six four. Yeah, one.
2: that's pre Bill Snyder K State. Yeah, this yeah. was
0: this was bad. This is bad K State.
4: There was another team out there in, in Oklahoma that was that was ten and one, and they got bowl snubbed also. That was the Tulsa Golden Hurricane. Tulsa also beat Air Force.
0: <laughs> this, this th- what Comish is about to go into. Is the most buck wild fucking thing I've heard in a long time. When he brought me this, my brain fucking snapped that this this thing happened.
4: And this is this is again this is why I picked this year. You know, typically I lean with the undefeated year, but but what I saw here, this was way more sickos than anything else that than I've ever seen before. I know I've I've never seen any any team do this, but this is this is absolutely insane. Tulsa ten and one snubbed. New Mexico, 10 months snubbed. They're like, hey, can, can we play our own bowl game? NCAA is like, no, you can't play your own bowl game. Basically, they said, screw you, NCAA. The Lobos and Tulsa are going to create their own bowl game with blackjack and hookers. So, uh, no, not necessarily. I just wanted to say that in Bender's voice. Let me introduce everybody besides Jordan, who already knows this, the concept of the Justice Bowl. Yes, the fucking Justice Bowl. <laughs> This is the only 10-win squad in New Mexico history. These Lobos are known as the Justice Bowl champions. After finishing the season 10-1, New Mexico did not receive a bowl game invite, as there were fewer than 20 bowl games at the time. Instead, New Mexico and Tulsa, Tulsa again, also 10-1, recorded a mock bowl with radio announcers delivering the play-by-play. Tulsa's account included... Mike Roberts on the sideline as the sideline reporter for the Lobos, and ended the game with a Golden Hurricane victory of twenty-seven twenty-four. New Mexico had its own call with Roberts saying the Lobos beat Tulsa thirty to twenty-seven on the new championship. The the coach of New Mexico, the current coach Danny Gonzalez, he just made rings for the nineteen eighty-two team.
0: They made rings for this shit, guys. They made rings for
4: this shit.
2: UCF could never. That's right. <laughs>
4: They made championship rings, and he handed them out to the 1982 team uh, in attendance. This happened, I believe, in, in uh, 2019 when he, when he when he did this. By the way, BYU got their ass kicked. 47-17 oh, by Ohio a State. In the oh, Hollywood.
2: yeah. Yes. Destroyed.
4: They got killed. I want to read an article about this Justice Bowl. The headline, it's from Richard Stevens, which, again, classic 80s look haircut here. Uh, yeah. the, the headline reads, it's unreal, but should be fun. It's billed as the game that should have happened but never did. And fans from both teams can be sure of a happy ending because it sounds like a perfect football game. No losers. KOB radio sportscaster Mike Roberts says the Justice Bowl, a fantasy football game between the University of New Mexico Lobos and the University of Tulsa Golden Hurricanes, has two endings, one to be played on Saturday, uh, December 18th, in Albuquerque, and the other to be played the next day uh, in Tulsa so it's easy to figure what is in the making. Tulsa will beat New Mexico and Oklahoma over the radio airwaves and and fall to the Lobos over the KOB radio in Albuquerque. It already sounds like a great game. Roberts promises perfect weather, no wind at kickoff, no injuries, and lots of great offensive and defensive plays. He promises a dramatic finish. He promises a short halftime show. He promises a sellout. He promises to give the Independence Bowl and the Hall of Fame Bowl more of their share of misery for overlooking the 10 and 1 Lobos and the 10 and 1 Golden Hurricanes. <laughs> I'm loving this. I'm this gonna, is amazing. I'm going to keep going. This is like, <laughs> no, no, I can't believe no. I, fou- I didn't know about this before this. So, this is just fantastic. Uh, he says Coach Joe Morrison, who recently left New Mexico for South Carolina, will return to coach the Lobos. <laughs> He says 10,000 tickets allotted to New Mexico were sold in two hours. And he says more than a few people think the fantasy game is a real game. We already had one guy call the station all worried because the Lobos would have to play the game without most of their coaches, Robert said. I had a little fun with him before I told him it wasn't a real game.
3: <laughs> Crazy. I remember listening, I think it was a Radio Lab podcast. They're talking about this guy in Brazil that would just. Do play-by-play for soccer games. That yes. he's making up in his head.
4: I remember this. Yes. Did I not include yeah. the the YouTube links to the actual
1: audio broadcasts in here? I, I found I found it while you were talking. Okay, I'll good. It I just wanted record. to make sure that I, this is
3: the this is the Tulsa version, from what I can tell. Yeah, it's. You know, you know, we're gonna have to do this for the teams that never played each other but should.
0: This, this whole thing is so, like, bonkers. Like, you'd never do this nowadays.
3: I mean, you could. It would just be an NCAA 14.
4: It, this is, like, yeah, this is mean, some War of the World shit. That's crazy. So, the Justice Bowl is a mythical game conceived and produced by Tulsa radio station KRV-KGTO. The game is to, play, to be played at Texas uh, Christian University Stadium and will be aired December 18th at 5 p.m. via KOB radio. In reality, the matchup is one that should have happened but didn't, says the Justice Bowl Committee Chairman, John Hunt. We felt the people of New Mexico and Oklahoma and the rest of the nation deserve to witness the best college football teams in the nation. On paper, the game looks like a dandy. Tulsa only lost to Blue Bonnet Bowl-bound uh, Arkansas, while New Mexico only lost to Holiday Bowl-bound BYU. And the two had <laughs> three common opponents they beat, Air Force, New Mexico State, and North Texas State. The game will be played using computer analysis, so I, I
0: guarantee you this is like how people say shit is AI nowadays. Yes, computer analysis just meant some program in BASIC.
4: However, the two innings indicate a little home cooking is in the making, but since both areas will benefit equally, don't expect too much post-game complaining. This is this is a quote from the committee chairman, Mike Roberts. So this is a, a quote here. Now this is not us saying this, but we, we we may have to fight this this person after this. New Mexico will probably get more publicity out of this bowl than if they had gone to the Independence Bowl in Shreveport because nobody knows where Shreveport is.
3: Whoa, whoa, <laughs> that is
4: Shreveport slander. Is <laughs> it's Shreveport, first of all. Oh, what the fuck
1: is this? <laughs>
4: When they were talking about the bowl game, a KOB DJ, Paul Douglas walked in thinking this bowl talk was for real. When Douglas found out it was just a fantasy battle, he quickly pivoted and walked out. Uh, <laughs> he Paul the Douglas
2: was not a sicko. He was yeah. not
4: a sicko. He was not uh, like, this is a real bowl game. Like, no. Okay. I'm out of here. He did the Abe Simpson <laughs> just in and out. Uh, the media gathered for the announcement and got a few chuckles at Douglas's expense and then went to work with one-liners. I guess they'll let the computer chips fall where they may. And then somebody goes, that's better than cow chips. <laughs> 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 so that that's basically what happened. Uh, then there was actually a headline by the Associated Press. New Mexico defeated Tulsa 30-27 in a, quote-unquote, Justice Bowl football battle that was fought. Saturday on a field of computer circuits rather than grass or artificial turf. Both teams finished the 1982 season with 10-1 records, but were shunned by postseason bowl committees. Tulsa lost to Arkansas while New Mexico was defeated by BYU. Uh, The game was aired here. The magical world of computers will give Tulsa a win to their audience and New Mexico a win to their audience. So here are the Justice Bowl rings, which I think you already put in the chat, right? uh i put the logo in the chat yeah, throw the, that okay. logo
2: is okay. incredible
4: so
0: so fun story that's not the logo i made that yeah oh okay we totally <laughs> that oh, very really? good. yeah that's <laughs> the logo i made like three days
2: ago
4: we totally it's yeah. so good i was uh we we so jordan and i were going back and forth like discussing this like do we need a logo i was like i i'm trying to make the vision in my head come out so it was a lot of messages back and forth trying to make this help but the logo just came out great and then i put it like through like a canvas filter so it made it look really texany
1: but yeah yes, no, I, I, I very much believed it it looked very it right looked very no bad. like
4: you absolutely would look at
0: that and go like yep that's a fucking '82 bowl logo <laughs> that is a
4: 1982 bowl logo as hell.
3: 1982 fake, fake logo. bowl
4: so that's right They're the best team of the all team is the justice bowl champions they they won the Justice Bowl, even though they didn't get invited, I've I've never seen a team do this, and I never even knew this existed until I went down this this rabbit hole. Which is, thank thank you Lobos for for doing I, this.
1: I'm shocked I haven't heard of this because a couple years ago WMU got um got shafted, and uh another team did as well. I don't think it was ULM, but it was a Sunbelt team. Yeah. So I think it was South Alabama
4: at six and six,
1: and we were. We wanted to play them, and the NCAA wouldn't let us. And I'm shocked that we didn't think of something like this.
2: We are definitely doing this the next time there's two bowl snub teams. Oh yeah, no,
1: because they got the Frisco Football Classic. Yeah, now now,
0: now they have, now they can flex into like having more bowls. They, they figured this out. Uh, I do want to say that this is a great fitting uh, memorial for Dennis Lada. Dennis Lada passed away yesterday.
4: Oh no! At oh Age 75.
0: No. Like all like all dudes, he retired in Florida.
4: Oh, so apparently
0: had a great time there. Uh, He passed away. He was the uh, he was a Virginia native, came to Albuquerque in 1980, was hired to cover New Mexico men's basketball. But spent the next 24 years, there covering literally everything. 82, he was named the journal sports editor, but he passed away literally two days ago. So, wow. Salute, Dennis Lada. Thank you for your great (laughs) reporting.
4: It was great. Loved every moment of it. So rest in peace, sir.
0: Well, that is absolutely. (laughs) Holy shit. Hold up. I got it i gotta post this for you guys oh this is this is you uh the promo uh photo for uh the albuquerque journals sports coverage
1: in 1988. <laughs> oh my those are the coolest men of all time
4: Lotta's is on top Lotta's on top yeah he's got this dash leg on top of the lockers oh Just, that's
0: fucking great god okay. the
4: recipes recipes Lata.
2: so many trench coats
4: that was a lot of they had the newsy hats and everything it's so the, good.
3: The guy on the left with cigars giving me such Dave Wanstat vibes. Oh uh-huh. <laughs> that is Rick Wright.
4: Yeah, Rick Wright. He had his. He had the. Uh, he was the one that said the the score wasn't even as close as it was.
0: Yeah, oh, These <laughs> are all. These are all our main characters, right there.
3: Beautiful. so good. So good. Well, folks, that's what we got. Wallace, for tonight. If you're over thirty and your friends are not doing this. <laughs> If
0: you're over 30 and your friends aren't taking pictures in Newsy hats in locker rooms. Well, folks, that's what we got for tonight. We will see everyone on Tuesday. Have
3: a good night. Bye.